overwhelmed, Bretto. It is perhaps the number one challenge our Wellness Couch listeners face. It's also the number one reason why many listeners can't get to our live events. Well, we have listened to our listeners and we are putting on our first online event, Release Your Overwhelm. So exciting, MP. Put Saturday, November 23 in the calendar. Log in from your phone or your TV or your laptop anywhere in the world and tune in to... Kim Morrison. Brett Hill. Marcus Pierce, Wendy Stewart. And Jason Witten. Release your overwhelm about time, relationships, money, your body, and most importantly, you. Access is just $10 and available at releaseyouroverwhelm.com. Book in now at releaseyouroverwhelm.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart, but thank you for tuning in. My guest today is one of my favoriteest human beings on the planet. She is a mad traveler, a huge fan of tennis, or should I just say Roger Federer obsessed. She's a lover of natural environment, of the natural environment and all types of fairy critters. I've had the privilege of knowing her for quite a few years. We've been on the same journey together with the launch of our podcasts and where we've been going in our life and our careers. And I'm so thrilled to have her again on my show today. She's an amazing human being. The love and care she has for her fellow human beings, especially shift workers, hint, hint, is matched by nobody on this planet. So I am so proud to have on my show today the one, the only, Miss Audra Starkey, the healthy shift worker. Yay! <laughs> oh, thank you, Wendy. What a gorgeous little introduction. I don't, I'm kind of speechless to that. That was no, lovely. No, thank I, you. I'm not quite <laughs> finished. So let me tell you a little bit more about my amazing guest. After 21 years of working in the aviation industry, she decided she was going to quit and take a voluntary redundancy and pursue her health and nutrition, which are special focus on shift work health. She's going to tell you all about it. She has a Bachelor of Health Science degree majoring in nutritional medicine. She has a functional nutrition, she's a functional nutrition consultant from the Changing Habits Functional Nutrition Academy. She's a member of the Australian Traditional Medicine Society, but her special interest of late and of always, I believe, is sleep and more specifically sleep nutrition. She also became an associated member of the Australasian Sleep Association. Did I get that right, Audra? Spot on. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so she's amazing. She's incredible. Her list of accomplishments just grow and grow and grow. The latest and not, I think, probably her greatest is the release of her first book entitled Too Tired to Cook. This book is a brilliant read. It's one of a kind. And honestly, I think every single person on the planet needs to read this. I am so proud to call her my friend. I am proud of the journey we have been on together. And I'm so, 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 so proud of this book that she has written and it's there for the world to share and for all of us to share. So without further ado, once again, welcome Audra. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. That's very, very kind of you. <laughs> oh, you are so welcome. Just calling it like I see it, my dear friend, just calling it like I see it. 
So, Audra, I know you've been on the show before and people know a little bit about you, but could you just give them a little brief synopsis of Audra Stucky, Healthy Shift Worker, please, before we start talking about your amazing book? Oh, gosh, I think you've um, pretty well summed it all up. <laughs> don't quite know <laughs> what else to what else to kind of add. Uh, I think you've kind of, um, yeah, sort of explained ex- exactly really what I'm about, but it's, yeah. It's definitely an honour to be back again on the show, uh, Wendy. Um, I think you said it really well, is that we started our journey together yes. uh, on this podcast journey together, uh, you know, all those kind of years ago. So, uh, we, yeah, we've, we've been very much along a, a similar journey of sure, growth, sure. of learning, um, stretching ourselves, putting ourselves out of our comfort zone. Oh, my God, um, yes. just to, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I, I guess just to... Um, uh, I guess, I don't know, for me personally, I don't know about it is for you, Wendy, but I, uh, the reason I do it is, you know, we can sort of think that it kind of, I guess, in a little bit of a way, it does come from a bit of an ego, but I've always, uh, I guess, always had that yearning to help people, uh, always, yes, yes. and I kind of didn't sort of really kind of know how or why, but when somebody actually started kind of reminding me that I actually do have a background um, in family of being teachers and I didn't really think about it at the time oh, because I never right. wanted to be a teacher per se. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've kind of, um, yeah, so I suppose, I suppose genetically <laughs> wired yes, yes, yes. To, uh, to kind of teach and educate and inspire people and, and obviously my focus is, yeah, around um, improving the health and well-being of shift workers. That's amazing. And, Audra, I know you don't know this, but I also come from a family of teachers, believe it or not. Oh, Really? Yeah. There you go. So many aunts, uncles, cousins. My grandmother yep. ran her own school in India back in the day. So it's inbuilt in my DNA too, I think, Roger. Yeah, wow. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't know that about you. No, there I don't. You know, it's Find not something, it's not something that's yeah. ever come up in conversation before this point, mm. I don't think. So, so Audra, I know yeah, you yeah, took yeah. this massive leap of faith when you left the aviation industry, you know, all those years ago to concentrate on a new part of your life. And I know you've had many, many, you know, um, wins and it's been a hard slog for you. But so I'd really love to focus on the book for now because I know people can find out much more about you through your own amazing podcast and website and lovely things like that. So your beautiful book called Too Tired to Cook. I'd love to know the reason. Why did you want to write this book, please? Oh, gosh. Um few reasons, but I suppose the real driver was, you know, when I, so I did shift work myself for two decades and yes. throughout that time I struggled. Like, like I think most yes. people who work yes, shift yes, work, yes. you know, we do, we, we do kind of struggle. And I was looking for a book, some kind of reference to right. help me to, you know, give me some tips and tricks to, you know, nav- navigate the um, pretty tumultuous kind of life that it is. Right. But I couldn't find one despite you know scrolling through you know so many different places to try and find a book and there was just so many like there's so many recipe books out there there's so many books on nutrition sure. and exercise and yes. um and and even sleep but nothing specific for shift workers so I I suppose I just always had this uh, yearning in the back of my mind that one day that I would like to publish a book because yes. you know there's I think there's close to two million um Australians here um, that work shift work in you know here in Australia alone and a 0.7 billion worldwide and yet wow. there's nothing nothing 
everything that's been written for a shift worker and specifically by a shift worker too. Like, you know, yes. so I really, uh, I do get it. I do how I understand firsthand how incredibly tough it is. And, and I wanted to provide a resource that people could, um, you know, access to help them. Uh, but of course, I don't sugarcoat things in the book. I do tell it out as it is because people need to know these sorts of things but I just want to give them some guidance and I suppose provide them with a little bit of hope and a bit of a lifeline that there is some help out there and there are things that we can do um, you know to stay as healthy as we can while working these kind of crazy and irregular hours that we do. Oh absolutely and you know in my introduction you know I failed to mention and I knew we'd get to it I think it's the most comprehensive holistic approach to shift work wellness that I have read ever. Not that I've read anything, but, you know, as I've spoken to you in the past, I've done a little bit of shift work in my previous Mm. careers and life, you know, working at different, you know, like I worked at Maya, I worked at the movies, I worked, um, oh, God, I'm going brain dead here, but anyway, lots and lots (laughs) of different, you know, too much shift work, I think, but lots of different places where there were long hours and there were overnight things and there was no way of coping with it. And those were the days, I mean, not that, not that I would partake of this, but those were the days before, you know, there were 24-hour supermarkets and drive-throughs and all those things that, you know, not for, not for your greatest nutritional value outlets kind of, so to speak. And now it's like, um, you know, it's so readily accessible. And I've got to tell you this story yeah. before we go on. I've got um, one, of, one of my dearest friend's son works at McDonald's and he works overnight. And he, you know, he was just telling us a story of these orders that come in at three or four in the morning, and there's these big, huge orders going through the McDonald's drive-through, and they couldn't figure it out. And I said to him, "Do you think it might be because there's a 24-hour call center or a 24-hour work workplace near your where you're working, and that's the uh. only only food that's accessible to these people?" And he just looked at me and went, mm-hmm. "Oh, Wendy, you might be right, you know." And I said, "Well, look at the cycle of which mm-hmm. it's coming through. You know, look at the time; it's always coming through between that." Three thirty, four o'clock. So that's probably their lunch hour in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I don't even want to know what those poor people are consuming. You know, but mm-hmm. there's not there's not a lot of choice out for them. So I'm thinking, I wish I could give them this book with every order of that and go, yeah. look, you can make your own <laughs> healthy food. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if they handed out a book each order. <laughs> or maybe marketing opportunity. Maybe they yeah, yeah, ask yeah. McDonald's <laughs> if they give one away. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, it's all, it's yeah, all about that's... the angle, isn't it? So, so Audra, what's right. your main aim with producing this book for not not just shift workers, but for you know the world in general kind of thing to read your beautiful book? Yeah, so. Oh, that's a good question too. And I, I suppose, again, it sort of stemmed from the fact that too, oh, like I was struggling. But over yes, the years, I yes. would go to different kind of health practitioners when I was still working shift work. And I, they were very well-intended health practitioners, but the advice I would just always usually get was just quit your job. <gasps> but I mean... Well, financially, not exactly that's not always possible. Well, financially, it's not possible. It's not really practical. It's not, yeah. not really helpful. And the fact is that we need shift workers. And also, I still genuinely love my job. And I know that there are a lot of shift workers out there that do love their jobs, you know, whether they're in aviation, whether they're a nurse, whether they work in the police force, you know, whether they're paramedics, whatever career that they, they, you know, they got into it because they enjoy it. So telling somebody just to quit is, it kind of frustrated me. And I, I realize now having, you know, done a health science degree and everything, I can understand their logic 
for it because, yes, health-wise, it certainly produces plenty of challenges. But I think we need to find some solutions to help these people, to give them some tips and strategies because, and I'll use the example now that at the moment, Wendy, up up here in, uh, and I think it's pretty much affecting all of Australia, but up here in Queensland and New South Wales at the moment, we've got some pretty horrific bushfires going on at the moment. So our amazing, amazing, incredible firefighters and other emergency services personnel, they are working around the clock. They don't clock off at five o'clock and go home. And that is, that is the life of most shift workers. So by telling somebody just to quit and no longer work in that career, I'd like everybody to sort of ponder and think of a world without shift workers because if you ever had something, and I don't wish this upon anybody listening, but if something happened to, um, you know, your family member at 2 o'clock in the morning but there was no one to go and help you till you know, 9 a.m. when the hospital, you know, opened. Exactly. It's not an ideal situation is it so we need to be supporting these people we need to be providing them with some strategies and help and it comes from the individual but it definitely comes from the organization as well um it's definitely a 50 50 um that is that is for sure but i suppose my book is book is trying to give those strategies for the shift worker also creating the awareness to shift working organizations look your staff are struggling and this is why correct Um, um, and the third other aim is that I also wanted it to be a bit of a resource for healthcare practitioners to recommend to their yes. clients. So, yes. you know, they can prescribe them with their um, whatever uh, plan that they have for their actual client, but give them the recommend the book as well, just to something because it complements whatever it is that they're they're actually um, you know guiding them on. And and so I guess there's those three kind of angles that I wanted to come uh, yeah. and all. Also, so family members too. You know, there's a lot of people that work shift work, but their family members never work shift work, so they don't get it. And yes. it just it just kind of helps um, everyone to kind of have an understanding overall. Absolutely, and you know, as I said to you, and I know we've had conversations in private about this, but I w- just want to tell you specifically about the book. First of all, the size of the book it fits easily in a handbag, backpack, anywhere. Jump on a plane with it, do whatever. You know, take it to work, <laughs> not a problem. The feel of it. The size of it, the paper of it, the smell of it. I don't know if you smelt your book, but I'm, I love paper. So I, I don't think anyone's ever smelt your book, have they? No one's ever told you they smelt your book. No. no, well, there you go. So I smelt it. Ooh, nice paper. So that's just, you know, and it's like this physical, tangible connection that I have, not just to you, but to your body of work. And then, you know, my beautiful Duncan, he's not the greatest reader in the world. And he has, I think he's verbalized this to you. The font was easy to read. It was set out so beautifully. It was easy to read. It's, you know, it was like you could read this book in a few hours. If you, you know, if you can find yourself a few hours, you can sit down and just go for it and read it. The bonus tips, the action steps, the checklist, and then came the recipes. Oh my God. Audra, it is brilliant on every level. And I'm not just saying that because I know you and I love you, but it's just, oh, my God, I love it. And, you know, I've told you this anyway, and I love the picture on it with the knife and fork going the wrong way, which, you know, my OCD didn't cope real well with that to start with. But you are to be congratulated on this amazing piece of work that you have produced. Oh, thank you, Wendy. Yeah, I I guess I did put a, a fair bit of thought into it because I knew that the readers were tired. Yeah. For yep. those, so those yes, people yes. that were going to pick up the book. So I wanted to make it a, a really easy read for them. And also I wanted to make sure that it was a book that they start and also finish 
niche because I think uh, I think you are also guilty of this, as am I, Wendy, is where we, we get excited and, um, you know, we have shiny object syndrome and we, we get we yes. start reading a book, and but yes. then we don't tend to finish it because we get drawn in <laughs> to another book, you know. But yeah, you're hearing me. <laughs> I'm hearing you loud and clear, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I wanted, I just wanted people to read it from start to finish because every single chapter is so important. Uh, it's not a, a book that I want people to kind of skip chapters and oh, and, and no. not read them, as no, said no, right no. at the beginning. It does have a holistic take on it, and I'm definitely not. Even though I did go and study nutrition, that's definitely not what I'm completely all about at all. Yes. I've always um, been somebody that really stands back and takes a big picture of, yes, you know, to take a big picture of things and find out what's going on here um, and then break it down that way. So, yeah, so thank you. A lot of thought did go into it. And, and yes, the, the back to front knife and fork with the clock really does, uh, I guess, symbolize our backward, upside down eating schedule. Totally. To- no, totally. Um, totally. The reason totally. for the. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's just incredible. And Audra, I think you know. I yes, you know. I've read it. I've read. I've actually read your book one and a half times. I'm halfway through my second read because I was just like, I need to read. I need to read. I need to read. But what I and I wanted to say to you, and I think I said it to you in my email earlier today. I didn't realize how much sleep disruption was part of my life until I read your book. Honestly. I thought I was I thought I was a really good sleeper, like you know, go to bed reasonable amount of time, da 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 da. But my quality of sleep was not great, and I think I said to you when I got this book, that I got to that chapter on you know I got up to sorry struggle one ongoing and relentless sleep deprivation and disruption, and I was like two pages in and I went what's the time, and I actually put the book down and messaged you and said I'm going to bed now I'm putting your book down. Because, you, you know, you've kind of advising us to do that. And I was like, I was so mindful of that because I think in the past I would have laid there and read for another 30 minutes and then it would have mm. been about 11.30 at night and it's like, oh, no, you know, that's way past my sleep window. And what I love is that you bring awareness to this. You bring awareness to how critical sleep is and not just sleep but good quality sleep, Audra, and that is incredible. Mm. Yeah, uh, thank you. And, um, of course, it was a very hard book to put down. Anyway, that was probably one of your struggles too, wasn't it? Correct, exactly. <laughs> I told you this, no Correct. doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Um, yeah. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, the sleep thing is because obviously from a shift worker perspective, our our poor health really does stem from that. Like we uh, – you know, some of us might think that it's the poor nutrition or it's a lack yes. of exercise. I actually disagree completely okay. because it actually stems from that sleep disruption and everything affects our, everything sort of cascades after that. So we know that when we don't sleep well, we don't make the healthiest of food choices. We know when we don't sleep well, we don't have the energy to get up and exercise. Yes. We know when we don't sleep well, it affects our mood, our mental health. It affects our stress. It affects um, you know our relationships, our immune system system like it just it's a foundation for everything and the incredible thing is that we live in a a society at the moment in the health and well-being space is that we are so focused on nutrition and exercise nutrition and exercise which is a wonderful thing yes however I think we're missing the big big part before that and it's is sleep because we've got the air that we breathe we can't function live for very long without air and then next comes that is water we can't we don't live for very long without water. And the same is for, for sleep. Yeah, Like absolutely. it's just, it's essential to our, um, 
to our survival. So it's yeah, critically, critically important. And interestingly, though, too, at the end of last year, this was a bit of an exciting development. The Australian government here um, launched a very a world first parliamentary inquiry into sleep health awareness, yes. and that was fantastic. And they um, shared some of the. Re- Results of that, it is available in a 171-page report, 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 titled Bedtime Reading. If anybody wants to have a bit more extra reading, I can guarantee that will put you to sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're wanting some help help with that. But it, it just brought to the attention that, uh, you know, we are, and even the World Health Organization has actually said that, you know, we, we hear about we, we're living in a uh, obesity epidemic, a type 2 diabetes wow. epidemic, but we are actually in industrialised nations the world health organization yes. has said we are living in a, um, a world sleep loss epidemic and it's quite frightening because yeah. it, it really does affect our health right down to the the cells yeah yeah well i've got you know you know i come from india and i've got a lot of family in india and a lot of my cousins actually work in call centers all throughout india and mm-hmm. no, not the, you know not those yeah. call centers that annoy you but you know they're in um and I was actually speaking to them, you know, maybe they do, I'm not really sure, but, you know, let's go with that anyway. And I, you know, I was having a conversation with them because their lives are completely upside down because they work all night because their call centres are, you know, servicing um, North America or Canada or the, you know, um, other parts of the world opposite yeah. to them. So they're working all night, sleeping all day, and they're constantly one of them described it as it's a constant feeling of jet lag, like they never catch up on, you know, and then when they get their two days off, they're kind of like, you know, trying to be normal with their families and friends, you know, whatever on their Saturday or Sunday or whatever day that is. But the jet lag just never stops, Audra. It never, ever stops. So I'm thinking, I might have to send a few of these books to downtown India. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and. Yeah, look, I, I feel for them. I, I really yes, do, as yes. you said, that they've got to be awake for uh, other countries. That it's, yeah, <laughs> back to front. But, and it's um, all back to front. So, But, you know, I just think you need to be congratulated once again on this amazing resource that you have produced, and I hope it goes global, and I'm doing my best to make it glow global. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you my favourite recipe from this book so far. I haven't made them all. But Lara spiced pumpkin hummus, oh, my goodness. We, no, can, we cannot get enough of it in this house. <laughs> uh, excellent. I'll have to pass that on to Lara. Oh, please do, great. please do. They're, they're all great recipes, but this one is my personal favourite. So, you know, yeah, please thank her from all of us for it. So I will, I will. So, Audrey, just moving away from the book for a moment, I wanted to ask you, do you have um, things that are your daily non-negotiables, that things you must do for your self-care to support you every day that keeps the healthy shift worker as healthy as she can be? (laughs) Oh, I love love that question. Um, (laughs) Yeah, look, and of course there's going to be, um, you know, a nutrition and and sleep twist on these answers, of course. Definitely. Um, But from, I guess, yeah, from... From a nutrition perspective, one thing that I do do um, is, is, and this is going to sound like for your listeners the most simplistic thing ever, um, yes. but I think we are overcomplicating health, very much so. Yes, yes. So I'm always about breaking things down and keeping things simple. But I actually try and aim to eat as many vegetables as I can and, you know, a couple of pieces of fruit a day yes. uh, because just doing that can make, a gap can be a game changer in people's health and well-being. So I always look for, you know, particularly over lunches and dinners, making sure 
that I can find some way to add in an extra piece of vegetable somehow, whether sure. it's grated or um, – and the same with dinner because it, that will feed your gut. Gut microbiome, the, the trillions of microscopic yes. um, bugs in our gut, which is the driving force behind our immune system, our mental health, and so many other things. So that's one priority I always try to do. Um, also great for bowel function too, just throwing that in there. Absolutely. Things regular. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and that is so important too, Audra. Absolutely. Yeah. Without, you know, without being silly about it, we need that to be, you know, working properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about, yeah, gut health. Um, and Secondly, of course, is sleep. You know, I, I definitely uh, treasure it and um, safeguard it as, as much as I possibly can because yes. I know how detrimental it is on our health if we're not getting sufficient quality yes. uh, amounts of sleep. And you will you will know that I did put in the recommendation in, in my book, Wendy's, to prioritise our sleep oh, and mention gosh, that yes. gosh, purely, yes. purely because I think most of society aren't. Um, and our little little uh, little things. That we, we kind of are a bit of a third extension of our arm, um, as in AKA mobile phones are one of the <laughs> bigger oh big reasons behind that is one of the causes in our society today. But that's, yeah, I make sure that they are they're way out of my sleep life. Oh, gosh, um, yes. And thirdly, um, this uh, I actually like to do a little bit of yoga every day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even if it's just at home. So I watch um, a lady by the name of Adrian, if people can actually go on Google Adrian with uh, yoga with Adrian and she's got so many free videos online they vary between 10 minutes and half an hour and it's just a great way to stretch yes. and to be a little bit mindful calm you know calm that nervous system down if we're feeling a bit stressed and rattled and um, but yeah those are definitely my three three kind of must-dos that, um, you know, but in saying that though Wendy you know there'll be times where we don't get to do all three oh, and it's agree, not going to be agreed yes <laughs> We have to accept that it's not going to be in the world, that, you know, the Absolutely. world still will continue spinning. Absolutely, Audra. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But just, yeah, aim for it and, um, yeah, because it would just, yeah, just for me personally, it just makes a, a massive difference in the way I think, feel and move and, and um, yeah, so that I can do what I do. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, the thing is to incorporate it into your everyday so that, that it's just your normal. It's not something you have to, you know, go tick off a list. Yes, you, I suppose you do have to tick it off a list, but, you know, like your yoga and your nutrition and your drinking water and going outside. If we just, you know, do our best to make that part of our everyday and then turn off the technology and get to bed, you know, as reasonably early as possible that we can so that even if we don't get to sleep straight away, at least we're laying there and preparing ourselves to sleep and then having that best, you know, the best sleep that we possibly can. I think that's critical to Audra, absolutely 100%. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Audra, um, as we're, you know, slowly coming to the end of our time together, I know that very, very soon you're going to be having your own workshop in Brisbane, all put on by you. Yay! <laughs> so I'd love you to tell my listeners a little bit about it and how they can come to it and how they could get tickets for it, please. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Wendy. Yeah, it's, it's really, really exciting. I mean, I run uh, a lot of seminars around Australia for shift working organisations, yes. but this, this one that I'm running um, at the end of the month um, up here in Brisbane, tropical Brisbane, spend at the moment um will be on the 29th of uh november at the toonbull shire hall and it's going to be open for all shift workers so yes. regardless of where you work and regardless of what you do uh, and i'm doing it because i've just had so many people contact me over the years and just continually 
definitely, Audrey, can you come and speak in my workplace? Can you please come to us? Can you, uh, you know, we'd love for you to come in our workplace. And obviously it has worked because I've done a lot of it, but sometimes for whatever reason it hasn't worked out. And I just... I want people to be able to have that opportunity for themselves to to learn and hear what I speak about, and it's um, it's a it's better sleep and nutrition for shift workers is is really what it's um, about. But right. it's the, I guess a lot of it's the foundation of a lot of the seminars that I have been uh, delivering because sleep and nutrition are obviously key um, in what they do. But it will help them if they're struggling with things like uh, not, you know not knowing what to eat when, if they're struggling with weight yes. loss, if they're struggling with stress, um, you know, all those different types of things are, are woven in um, into the seminar. And, um, yeah, I'm really, really excited to be um, bringing it. It's my very first one um, going, you know, on, on my, as you said, on my own, launching Yay! out. But <laughs> I just thought, well, it's a great way to kind of end the year after being a pretty uh, amazing, amazing year. And I just thought, well, it'd be great to open the doors for people just to come and have a chat to chat to me and hear me hear me speak and hopefully hopefully when they walk away that they'll be able to get some great strategies to implement into their own shift working life absolutely and you know they can bring their partners who are possibly non-shift workers too who yes. would help you know gain a much mm. better understanding of the kind of life yeah. they live and the challenges they're facing and great opportunity to meet the author and buy the book you know <laughs> yeah yeah well the partner idea too was also because i I did a, a talk at it to Woomba yes. for um, I think close to 100 nurses and midwives out there and the lady that organised that did actually put, open it up to partners, right? which I thought was brilliant. So they had partners come and it was absolutely brilliant because they got to see, you know, what their partners are having to endure, how, how hard it is and um, and they kind of walked away with a better appreciation for what they do um, and because, yeah, it, it definitely takes a village. It's not. It's it's a very hard thing to do on your own, and I know a lot of people do do it on their own. Um, but if you can have the support of your family behind you, and again, if they could read the book as well, it's great to give them those insights so that they are aware that you know this this shift working gig is tough. It's hard. I need your help. I need you to help working with me yes. here and and finding ways to make things easier for themselves to create that more harmonious um, relationships. And because that's something that I'd also touch on about. The workshops as well because I unfortunately you know marital strain and relationship strain is quite yes. prevalent in the shift work uh, population and uh, yeah I want to kind of bring more of that awareness and maybe give a couple of strategies to help with that. Oh absolutely absolutely and Audra just before we go how can my listeners find out more about you like could you tell them you know about your website and possibly some other services you may offer or I know you're on Facebook and just a little bit about where they can find you and get more of your healthy shift worker brilliance please. (laughs) Sure yeah probably easiest is just to go straight to my website which is www.healthyshiftworker.com that is my main uh, website you can also find me on facebook uh, called the healthy shift worker i also have a private uh, facebook group called healthy shift workers where i come in and do some live trainings uh, intermittently and that's uh, a group of about 2,000 shift workers worldwide coming together to help each other out um and obviously the event that i've got coming up if, if you actually people go to we can we can put the link i think yeah i put all the links in the show notes. notes for them anyway but just to make them aware yeah. that you're you know there's many ways they can find out more and contact you and you know yeah. learn more about living a healthy shift working life yeah yeah 
plenty wonderful, yeah wonderful. plenty there's there's yeah, if you google me and yeah type in healthy shit poker i'm sure you'll find me yeah <laughs> absolutely so audra i just want to say the biggest massivest thank you for being on the show today you've been such a wealth of information and i know everyone listening has definitely learned a lot because i always do when i listen to you and it's just been incredible congratulations on your amazing book too tired to cook and i think everyone needs to go out there and get it and read it and absorb it and understand it and you know live happier healthier shift working and non-shift working lives so thank you so much again for being on my show audra oh thanks wendy and thank you for inviting me back a second time i feel very blessed to be <laughs> invited um, back a second time and and yeah i love the work that you're doing as well so thank you so much for having me thank you it's been an absolute privilege so thank you everyone for listening to this episode of wendy's way if you liked it i would love you to subscribe to my show on itunes and please give it a rating feel free to share this episode with your family and friends for all things wendy's way you can follow me on facebook instagram and on my website which is all the w's wendysway.com.au i hope you have a happy safe and blessed day remember it takes a village be kind to yourselves always and bye for now This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.